Blog Talk Radio.
If not, uh, we had to postpone it and, and make a part two to this show to disperse the information that I originally wanted to present. But Noble, I, I got to move, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, go I'm, ahead. I'm have a good business, man. All right, all right, all right, that's what it is. All right, folks. Yeah, man, he he hit me up at the last minute, man. He got he got a uh, unexpected uh, situation that he got to immediately take care of and whatnot. So we got a slight detour, but rock with me, roll with me. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna get this information out <clears throat> and see how it flows, man. Um, man, 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 still weird me being on the radio. I actually been falling back for quite some time. Been very quiet. Ain't even been on social media too heavy like that. Um, and obviously today's conversation was going to be about uh, an exclusive interview with uh, Mike Brown's cousin, in which the Prime Minister, Minister Jew, had actually touched base with uh, his cousin via social networking. And um, to give you some backdrop on it, so when the part two come and, and he brings her on, because he's been in contact with her the whole time. Like I said, I've been I've been I've been up in the mountains, literally. Um, you know, I, I let I let your mom share a story, but um, she said something on August the ninth when the incident happened uh, with Mike Brown, and she said that um, it started to rain, and she knew that her cousin had made it safely to the other side. And when somebody speaks like that, because they're, they're basically deciphering a sign, um, our radars go off for us because that's what we do all day is, is deal with the spiritual symbolism um, that prompted the prime minister to go ahead and reach out to her on top of, of course, his name being um, Michael. So if you hear my birds chirping, you know, they, they family, so, you know, they sometimes they get active. Um, so forgive me for that. But, of course, you know, his name being Mike. And if you're not familiar with our work, because you may, this may be your first time listening in to us, um, the Prime Minister always talks about the importance of the Archangel uh, Michael. And specifically um, inside of the book of Daniel, all right, where it talks about um, that time where he's really quoting Daniel 12 and 1, where it says, clearly at that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people will arise. There will be a time of distress such as not happened from the beginning of nations until the end. But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Now, listen, <laughs> all kind of ways we can go with this Bible thing, but I'm going to tell you this. You better leave it alone. And, and I'm going to play it from Chet, damn it, all right? I'm going to play it from it's clearly a black and white thing in America that has always been um, the main problem that we have had inside of the United States of America, black and white. This is a chessboard, okay? So I like to today, I am going to challenge you to evolve your mind into the psychology of the enemy, okay? And then when that part two comes, and, and Brother Jude, the Prime Minister, bring the sister on. Y'all be able to really assimilate this information much quicker. All right? Quicker. Now, when you look at this nation, 
This is a nation that absolutely mandates that all um, ranking officers of public service, judges, uh, chief of police, you know, they have to swear in and take an oath on the Bible. Okay? Now, I know some people have the ideology that the Bible is evil, white people had it, and this is why they enslaved us off of it, and, and that such thing. And I can go with you on that. I don't have no argument with you there. What I want you to look at is why does this religious or called spiritual, spiritual text, why is it the ruling power of today? Why is it the book in which people have to take an oath on? Okay? You got to look at this. So, in truth, this is the spiritual psychology that is actually fueling the mind of the United States of America. Okay? So, within that book, there must be power. There must be some type of power in the book. See, on one, on one side, you want to say that the evil book, people got it, white folks got the book, they ain't doing no good, and they perpetrate evil all across the world. And then meanwhile, whatever God you believe in ain't doing jack diddly squat against this God of the Bible. <laughs> so, we got to look at this. We got to look at this realistically, man. So, your God ain't doing nothing. Maybe your God is scared. Or maybe y'all got the same God. Maybe God is a neutral force. And whoever calls upon it or this source, this source will respond. Hmm? This source will respond to the person that's doing the requesting, the person that's doing the prayer, the person who is doing the invocation. Hmm? So the United States of America becomes the biggest superpower the world has ever seen. Therefore, and that's biblical. So on the spiritual aspect, it is the Holy Bible that one must understand. And I keep telling you niggas, and I'm going to have to just come on down to the street and come off the mountaintop for a little bit because we're talking about bloody murder. We're talking about, we're just going to talk some real stuff today. All right? I keep telling y'all that the way you really understand the creator is through signs and symbols of the now. You have to be able to decipher your reality right now. See, this is the problem that I have. It's not necessarily a problem. Well, fuck it. I say it's a problem. It's, this is the problem I have with conscious niggas. With niggas that, 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 that get, on, get, on, get on fucking YouTube and talk all this science, and you ain't going to hear Nan nigga talk about this. Uh, 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 you ain't going to see Nan conscious community. The conscious community a bunch of fucking cowards. 
right? Because, because, let me tell you something, man. I'm just going to keep it 100. Let something happen or let a nigga from the conscious community get locked up. You ain't going to see a campaign for that nigga. So I'll fuck with these niggas like that. So exactly why I subtracted myself from the equation many moons ago. Because it just wasn't real. But in truth, I understand, I understand the psychology of where they at in their own development. And where I'm at in my own development. So I'm a spirit. And what I'm getting at is, see, when you look at signs and symbols of the now, nobody's God of the past, right? Everybody want to debate religion, right? And, and I understand it. I swear I do. And it's necessary. It's necessary for the uh, shock of consciousness on the first floor, on the first level, because there's so many people the laymen, the masses, who don't know the difference in general history of how different religions and spiritual texts took on different political ideologies and how it has affected physically, mentally, and spiritually everybody on the earth, and specifically your own culture. So I understand it. I ain't bashing it. Hear me out good. Hear me out good. I ain't bashing it. But what I'm saying is when you're ready to evolve to the next phase, people who believe in Allah, people who believe in Yah, Jah, Jehovah, Obatullah, Shango, I don't care what God you believe in, the general consensus is your God ain't dead. Nobody talks about where the God of the Bible and the God of the Quran 2,000 years ago died and we just, you know, waiting. Like everybody, nobody will say that they God is dead. Everybody, for the most part, that believe in God, believe that God is a living being or living entity or intelligence right now. Right? So if God is a living intelligence right now, then please tell me, the signs and symbols, the communication from God right now. Why do you keep taking me back 2,000 years ago, 3,000 or 4,000? Why do you want me to get lost up into the mysteries of Atlantis? Not that this ain't relevant. Hear me close. I'm saying if your God is El Shaddai, almighty living God, then show me the signs and communications of your God right now. Because the Holy Quran says it so beautifully and very poetically, Allah shall send every nation a messenger speaking its own language. So I'm really talking to the catch right now that believe in God. Whatever you want to call this force, you believe in God. And as many soldiers of God. But I need to get in you. The people need to start to see the prophets of God. Because when you look at all the spiritual texts, especially in that Bible and Quran, now we talk about the three major world religions that's forming and shaping 
Western psychology, where you're infected to, or while you're listening to this broadcast tonight because of the transition of Mike Brown, it comes from Judaism, Old Testament, Christianity, New Testament, and Islam is the three major world religions that shape the Western psychology where you live in the West, which is the great prophecy of the, the Chemites or the Egyptians telling you the sun is going to rise in the West. You don't have to go through the underworld, the Dua, or the Amenta. But that's a movement air pool that takes you to, to that other side. What I'm saying is, when you study these scriptures closely, there's always a prophet in the priesthood, whether it's the priesthood and lineage of Levi or whether it's the priesthood of Melchizedek, there's always a prophet in a priesthood who is going to prophesy the word of God right now. Not no 2,000 years ago. Ain't no prophet in the book talking about things that happened 2,000 years ago. They give reference to my father and the God of my fathers, but if you mess with me tonight, the bond is going to go down. You mess with me, the liar is going to go down because I'm rolling with the God of my fathers. They speak in history, but they speak in present future tense. Okay? So what you the people have to start looking for is those who are skilled at prophecy. Just going to keep it real with you. Because I always ask the basic question. If you can't tell us what's going to happen tomorrow, then how do you know that you are leading us in the right direction? And I'm talking about people who call themselves conscious, people who have a platform, people who speak. And this is not to denigrate nobody's work because your work is on time. I'm talking about the future unfoldment of the next phase. That's not your job. That's not what you do. I don't expect you to do it because that's not what you do. But we got to come to a common consensus here. The common consensus first has to be that no matter what you call your God, that God is a living entity. God is real. That's the first consensus. The second consensus that we have to agree upon is since God is real, that must mean he's going to speak in our real time of now. Therefore, there have to be people amongst us right now that is able to decipher and speak the signs and symbols of the creator right now. It's very important to understand that. And this is why a long time ago, we already said that we were the priesthood, all right? Because for as long as you can remember ever hearing me, I've always been dealing with prophecy in the sense of telling you when shit about to crack, the day that it's going to crack and what type of event it's going to happen on. I write it for those of you that's new. You visit myastrologycoach.com, go to the blog, Find the blogs called Portal in the Cosmos. In fact, you can just Google that. My Astrology Coach, Portal into the Cosmos, and read every quarter that pops up while write the history in advance 90 days. And we tell you that on this day, you can expect a government shooting, 
an airplane crash, uh, um, anything that makes world news and the world news comes to a stop, any type of hiccup where, you know, there's the missing Malaysia airplane or the Boston Marathon bombing or, or you know, things of that nature, things like that, the death of Hugo Chavez, you know what I'm saying, things like that, even Mike Brown things that just going to make the country stop and look in awe like what the hell just happened. Consistently put those out, and every single time it pop off, y'all know that roll with us, it happens on those days. Why? Because that's the mind of God and how it works. See, one thing is for sure, you got to be, this is what you always got to look at. You have to understand that God is in control of all things. Now, this don't mean that you as man don't control nothing. You control everything via your actions, via your actions. All right? All right? So you control everything via your actions. All right? There's a higher order to this thing. So the prime minister has come out, and he's already given you a demonstration um, dealing with the Archangel Michael. And he's showing you many, 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 many revelations, many correspondence about Michael, how in every time there's a major story, the name Michael always appears in the story as if that prophecy of Daniel 12 and 1 is actually true. So what I was saying earlier, because we're going to look at that, you got to look at this observation. And I know a brilliant brother, Brother Polite, seen the same observation. He talked about Michael, Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan, Michael Johnson, Michael Phelps, the Olympian swimmer, white guy. Right? The name Michael seems to make people champions in the realm in which they, um, in which they you know, participate in. They become champions of it. Michael Jackson. Right? Is that a coincidence? Mike Jordan, the coldest to ever do it. Right? What, what is that frequency all about? And what I'm saying is for you to understand, for you to understand the psychology of what's happening now, I'm telling you, you got to do what Jay-Z did. See, see your, 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 your musicians, because music has always been synonymous with spirit. Music is what makes the spirit and soul vibrate and dance and move. So you got to look at why is this guy the most financially successful out of rappers? Why is he so successful? I'm going to tell you why. Because he embodied the God principle of the land. My name is Hove. He embodied the supreme deity that upholds the United States. Let's say that again. He took on the name of the supreme deity that governs and upholds the United States. 
That's no coincidence. But at the same time, here's the science. You know you see them rocking a 5% chain, and then you see them handed over to J. Electronica from the Nation of Islam. So how is it that you hold the supreme deity of the Bible, but yet you wore a 5% chain? Because his cultural experience had him in that particular science. So he's really, he's really, he's really hold the law. But when you see him, he embodies two principles, really three, Judaism, Christianity. Let's just put them in the same category. So he embodies the spiritual principles that uphold the Western Hemisphere, i.e. the United States of America. So he become the supreme being in his class. So you can't get stuck. See, this is the thing with this religion thing, y'all. Let's just keep it 100. It ain't like just because you disagree and you think that's a false doctrine, what you going to do? You going to kill everybody that believes that's a false doctrine? And what the fuck you waiting for then? If that's, if that's how you going to move, stop bullshitting and move. But that's not going to be the reality down here. Niggas that's having debates ain't about to kill nobody. That ain't what's going to happen. So obviously there's a tolerance. There's a respect that's there, rightfully so, when we can engage in some type of intellectual, spiritual dialogue. Granted, respectfully so. Right? So that must mean, since the, these different ideologies are going to continue to exist, then you must move and evolve to another phase. Because I'm going to tell you something about consciousness, or what I call the creator. What I call the creator, me personally, is an intelligence, a shekel, an intelligence. It's the intelligence that makes you blink. It's the intelligence that knew you needed an eyelash. It's the intelligence that says you need plasma in your blood. It is the marvel intelligence of a see-through jellyfish, which it don't have no eyes, no nose, but somehow it knows how to sexually reproduce. It knows how to find food. And you can look straight through it and cannot see it's what you would think will be physical or mental functions. It don't exist. I am talking about the phenomena of, of light, the intelligence of light, the intelligence of a plant, the intelligence. I am talking about the famous video, and Keisha had it on her page, where a guy caught a mouse in the garage on a mouse trap. And soon as the mouse stopped moving and died, you saw a light orb exit out the light and move on real fast. The camera caught it. Now, this is the same phenomenon. It's right now, for those of you who don't know, see, it ain't no such thing as death. Only thing you got to do right now is open up a window if you're on the Internet and go to Google Images and type in spiritual orbs or light orbs graveyard and see all of the light orbs that exist in the graveyard because there's many people or souls that are trapped down here on earth. My point being, life exists beyond the physical body, but that intelligence that rolled up out of that mouth, that intelligence that exists in the form of an orb, that intelligence, what makes it actually function, I am talking about that 
is God. You can never kill that. That don't die. All right? So we got to evolve. We got to evolve to the next to the next round because see this is this is what I love. And I'll say some names. This is what I love about Ali Muhammad. I'll tell you what I love about him. Because despite the topic at hand, there is always an eye on the enemy. There's always the eye on what we just see with, with, with in Ferguson. There's always an eye for that kind of political insanity. So we got to keep our eyes on the prize. And now we're ready to move, so I have to get that out of my system. We're going to keep our eyes on the pause. Yeah. All right? Now, Prime Minister going to be able to break it down because that mic thing is his phenomenon. Big shout-out to beautiful Theater, who's about to link on our page, Queen by all means, and said um, there was an officer gunned down in Knoxville, Tennessee, by the name of Michael. Right? White guy. Now, this police cadet, he was a cadet, police cadet, went over to his ex-girlfriend's house. She, she lived with her mom and her brother. Her boyfriend was over there. Uh, with a boyfriend, her new boyfriend was over her mom and brother's house where she stayed at. The ex-boyfriend, the police cadet, comes over, has some words with the guy, hit him with the car, got out, shot him, killed him, shot her and shot the mama, her brother, Joshua, went to get the rifle and killed the police named Michael. At the same time, you got the death of Mike Brown. So this is the spirit world way of showing you right when the prime minister is going to tell you, listen, I'm going to bring Mike Brown's cousin on so y'all can get it live from Ferguson. So in the same timeline, the spirit world comes back and say, listen, Michael is indeed the chief of the celestial army. That's his role. For those of you who may not know, if you look into the Christian theology, they say that St. Michael is the chief of the army in God's squadron of light. Okay? So the Catholic Church paid big props to Michael. The police departments across America, they use him as a patriot saint. But I am telling you that that force, because we're talking about a force of light, that force is no longer on the side, no longer on the side. Oh, y'all be quiet. My bird's preaching to you. It's no longer on that side of the opposition. We got a PowerPoint presentation where we can clearly show you through collective meditation in the series of events that happened afterwards shows that Michael, that force, has switched sides. And you always seen it because you had Mike Tyson, Mike Jordan, Michael Jackson. You had some of the baddest mics ever. The mic force always been on your side. Always been on your side. Now, those of you that are skilled enough to understand the equivalent who Michael is into other spiritual systems, feel free to rock that. But you have to understand the psychology and use the language that is being used here. 
Once you use the language and embody it like Hove did, you become the almighty living God. You have to embody the language of now. Okay? And we always say it like this. Because in these stories of spiritual warfare, I'm going to make two points about exorcism. One is about exorcism. In, in, in our reality over here, man, guess what? On the news, man, you don't be seeing Patah. You don't see Amenhotep pop up. You don't see Shango pop up. You don't see the comedic or African, Japanese, you don't see that kind of reality pop up in the signs and symbols of mainstream America. Now, if America has been evil for a very long time and judgment is due on America, and America upholds itself by a spiritual text called the Bible, the things that are going to come through, the events that are going to come through are not going to be of a foreign, uh, a foreign psychology. That's not, that's not what it's going to be. It's going to be the very same things that was observed here, because you know why? Because it's something called the black belt, the Christian belt. It's, it's something that's called that there's a lot of folks, black folks, that read this Bible that don't understand the science of it, but nevertheless they read it, it is them who are actually propelling the spiritual force to actually come through, and they don't even know it. The second thing while I talk about exorcism is when you study the rites of exorcism, the truth of the matter is, at least in the continental United States, is this. Demons, demons doing possessions, they respond, respect, and are afraid of the rites of exorcism given by the Catholic Church, by the Catholic Church. That's a fact. So Michael, the, the rites and understanding Jesus and understanding certain words of power in Latin, you understand what I'm saying? They respond to that. So on a whole other spiritual level, and this is where we got to grow up inside of religion and, and really start to look at this for what it is, the truth of the matter is, is there, is there such thing as spiritual possession? And if there is, is there any such thing as a successful spiritual exorcism? And if it is and it has been successful exorcism are recorded through the Catholic Church, and I'm just picking on them because Christianity runs this thing, all right? And if it is, then you have to respect that on a spiritual plane. How are you going to destroy that, man? You're not going to destroy that. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to evolve, all right? Now, now, <clears throat> what I want to get into here, and I want to, I want, I want to hear y'all feedback, and, and y'all can press one. You know what I mean? The calls are, are maxed out. You definitely want to stay on the line. Uh, if, if you drop off, just call back in and just try with us. But we live on the Internet as well, uh, where it's unlimited right there. All right. <clears throat> and I want to say with this micro phenomenon, go back to this thing that just happened. Oh, let me say this about this light. And I'll explain it in the prime minister. going to definitely explain it, dealing with light. All right. Dealing with this light. And I say, Michael, well, he's an intelligence of light. They say, well, what do that mean? I was talking to a brother. He was like, that's a very good question. He said, man, in one minute, you know, I see the angels as beings of light. 
when the next minute I'm hearing people say that the angels are angles of light. And I said, well, how do you see angels? You say, I see angels as these big celestial beings of light. I said, very good. Well, how do you see angles of light? I see angles of light literally just as that, just certain angles of light, you know, in the sky. And I said, well, you, you, it's nothing to be confused about because both um, are right. What we have to understand is um, these forces, um, angels, are in control of certain stations of the sky. You see what I'm saying? See, look, 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 look at what I'm saying here. When the sun, when the sun appears, keyword appear, when the sun appears to be rising in the east in the morning time, there's a certain vibratory frequency, a certain energy that you can feel. When the sun gets to high noon, the sun has progressed. It's it's midday. There's a different energy. And then when the sun starts to set before nighttime kicks in, there's another energy that's coming through. Well, these are just the major phases. Let's just call them the three major stations. The east, at noon the sun is in the south, and then at sunset the sun is in the west. So these are the three major stations in Freemasonry. We know it, and we call them the three stations, you know, in the Worshipful Master, the Junior Warden, and the Senior Warden. They're studying the transit of the sun and the effects that it has on human beings, okay? So these are three major stations, but little do we know there's more subtle energy than that. Every, within every hour, not from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock, hours don't roll like that. It could be from 9.37 to 9.42 or 10.42 or something, you know what I mean? There's different frequencies of energy that are more subtle that come in within every hour of the day. Now, we want to talk about light being intelligent. It has to be intelligent for the mere fact that everything on the planet Earth is totally dependent upon sunlight to a degree, right? The trees, us, and depending on the weather, the brightness of the sun and the temperature that we're feeling from it, um, we, it, it actually depicts our moods. And if we're going to get dressed and go outside and barbecue and have a good time or if we're going to stay in the house because it's too cold. So it has an effect on your psychology, Right. Why? How is light intelligent? Because, because the light is the sun is actually emitting something, a lot of things, neutrinos, um, which are ghost light particles, but it's something else called photons that the Prime Minister be talking about that light um, actually uh, projects. Now, this is the key here with protons, because protons travel at the speed of light. Now, y'all better get up on... Um, um, uh, I'll get his name in a minute, <clears throat> but Dr. DeGrassi. Um, photons travel at the speed of light, right? And the more your consciousness starts to travel at the speed of light, you actually destroy physical time. You destroy aging. There's something, that, and this is known in quantum physics as the twin paradox. Google it, research it, start to study, man. Start, we got to go into a whole nother level, the science of the mind. We've been telling y'all this through the DVD, Galactic Activation. The science of the mind is how do you, as God's chosen people, go outside and contest to God and say, yo, listen, God, if you're real, you need to show a sign down here because the people are suffering. And these same people, we are suffering by people who say they uphold your books. So if you are real or if there is a God, you need to show up. But see, a lot of people are afraid to challenge God in that particular capacity. You're not no longer because you wouldn't be here if you were. It's impossible for you to be here hearing this if you were. 
All right? So the photon that is emitted from the sun traveling at the speed of like 186,000 miles per second does two things in something called, and here's another quantum physics. Quantum physics is nothing more than the study of spirituality. It's the scientific explanation of spirituality, okay, called the double-slit experiment. We talk about it all the time. Double-slit experiment says, listen, everything exists in the form of a wave. No shit. Well, you get that in the old Memphite theology inside of Memphis in Egypt from Ptah, the wave. Okay, this ain't nothing old. This is quantum physics. It's talking about the intelligence of light. Because we're saying that, hey, these angels, I want y'all to put it together. This spirituality thing, this angel, these things that we're seeing in the physical world, is, really has something to do with how light is reflecting on the earth and is producing certain events, obviously, because it makes people make certain decisions. Not that it makes people, but it has an influence, and the person can make a decision from that point. Just like you can say, ah, it's warm out. I'm going to wear my shorts today. Nah, I'm going to go ahead and wear jeans, all right? It has an influence. Now, the double-slit experiment says, listen, everything exists in the form of a wave. And I say, well, I can see that in the human body because it's supposed to be as above, so, so below, right? As, as, so as within, so without, right? So when you brush your hair, you get waves on the top of your crown, right? On top of your head, you get waves. Well, it makes sense because the brain is, is computing data, which is electricity, Electricity is in the form of a wave. The heartbeat has um, a wave pattern, the pulse, that's a wave. So you are a wave. You are literally a wave, a walking wave is what you are, right? And you can hear me right now in real time because sound travels on waves, right? So it's radio waves that's going around you, TV waves around you. There's all kind of waves that are, are inside of you and bouncing off of you and around you right now. So everything exists in the form of a wave. The wave is just potential. It is not yet the manifestation, it's potential. So in a double-slit experiment, they say, listen, let me take this gun that has a photon or an electron, to be precise, an electron, and I'm going to shoot it through this board, but this board is going to have one slit, look like this, the number one, and then another slit that look just like a number one or a lowercase l. These two slits, that's why it's called the double-slit experiment. Gonna have two slits on this board, right? And it's gonna this light, this laser, this light is gonna travel through this um, slit, and then we're gonna have a solid board to 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 register it and see where it hits. So they noticed when they did that that the part of the 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 proton itself did not appear like a single dot on the board. It actually appeared with a lot of damn dots on the board. So imagine taking a BB gun and shooting it through a hole, and then you hit a board. You think that, okay, well, it's only supposed to be one BB mark. Well, quantum physics, when they did that with light, they noticed it wasn't just one mark. It was thousands of marks, as if it traveled like a wave. Now picture a wave in the ocean. That wave is a horizontal wave, right, that covers, that covers the, 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 the horizontal plane of where it is. It's a wave. It just don't hit in one point. The wave hits over here, over here, and over here, right? That's how it appeared. Then they say, well, how is that even possible? Well, okay, this is what we do. Well, right here behind this slit, we're going to put a camera right here to watch it to see what it do. Because we need to understand how is this thing coming out like a wave. So when they put the camera there, 
right? It hits the board, but in this time, instead of showing up like a wave, it showed up like a particle or that one BB that you shot. So it's like, whoa, hold up. When I'm not watching, you want to exist in the form of a wave, but when something is watching, you actually going to show up as one particular particle. In other words, when you watch something, it becomes a physical thing. This is also known as, and write this down, wave collapse function. Ooh, now quantum physics has finally figured it out, damn it. Wave function collapse, right? Or wave collapse function, it's wave function collapse, to be exact. Wave function collapse. Everything exists in the form of infinite possibilities. You make an observation, and then it will start to appear in the physical reality. Now, we're still in the quantum world. You're probably still speaking about the BBs, and you're probably still envisioning protons, right, on the board. But let's break it down and come on down to the physical world on how it actually happens. On a sunny day, it's the best time to see this, on a sunny day, I want you to look towards the sun and then look away from the sun. Look, or just look for a quick second and look away from the sun and keep your eyes open. And you're going to see all these little blinking lights that are moving around, especially for those of you who got spiritual vision. Now, the ancients call this prana or chi. It's this energy that's around. Ladies and gentlemen, these are photons. I'm telling you, you can see it with the naked eye, despite what science says. All right? These are, the photon is known to be a messenger particle. So, since there are subatomic particles all around you anyway, your body is being embodied by light from the sun, right? You can feel the heat. Inside of that light, we already know that if you take a glass or a prism and stand it up to the light, the light itself has seven different rays, which is interesting because each vibration travels at a different rate, but that's another subject, okay? And the light consists of photons, neutrinos, things like that. So it has, let's just say, subatomic particles. Subatomic particles simply meaning something that is intelligent, that has a function, exists within the light of the sun that is hitting your body. Okay? Now, when you have this idea in your mind, this wave, your brain wave is thinking about something, right? And you know what it is that you're going to do. The intelligent force that is around you, this light, that's penetrating, since it's smart enough to find you, right, because it's in your aura, it's hitting your body, this messenger is intelligent that it will carry your idea off and find another person whose idea is equivalent to yours, And then the physical event will start to happen. Here's the example. Bring it down some more. You were calling your boo thing, your wife, your husband, whoever, your homie, whoever. At the same time that you were calling them, your phone got interrupted by a phone call from the person you were about to call, as if they felt that you were about to call them. Now, all of us that had some type of experience like that, and it is that it is that that we have to fall in love with, that phenomenon right there that we have to fall in love with, that phenomenon right there that we have to learn how to, um, we have to learn what it is and learn how to do it at will. So, you know, this person calls you, 
and you was just about to call that person where there was no such thing as coincidences in the world. How did that happen? I'm gonna tell I just told you how it happened. There's a light being a force around you that travels at 186,000 miles per second and truthfully faster than that because with modern science or quantum physics, they don't know the speed of thought. That's a God science. We know the speed of thought. Those of you who know certain lessons, you know the speed of thought. So this person, it's like telepathy to a degree. The phone ain't nothing but a physical, it ain't nothing but a physical telepathic device, telephone, where we can hear each other. But there's a way you can do that without using no technology. Okay? So a physical event happens. Now, I'm going to tell you something. This war that we're witnessing, bring it to Michael Brown, because what did this got to do with Michael Brown? It got everything to do with Michael Brown. It got everything to do with how you going to proceed down here. See, 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 remember this. If you believe in God, God is in control. So therefore, it is all good. Even though when it appears to be bad, it is all good. I, had, I keep telling you all this. I got that initiation with my daughter, with one of the twins. When one of the twins made transition and had to do emergency C-section and took a picture of what was supposed to be me holding that dead, body, holding that dead baby, and it was just a big old bright light that looked like a sun, that said, okay, remember, you ample. So the more notoriety and fame that you get on teaching and you embody that name, you embody that name that has a principle, because you're fully aware who Ampul or Anubis is, the Lord of the underworld, who takes the initiate by the hand at the time of death, takes his heart, put it on the scales, just put it on the scales of Mayat, right? You, this is about the evolution of your soul's journey. Man, you're going to have to physically go through this so you can actually physically show the people what it is you're talking about. This ain't no theory. This ain't nobody else's YouTube videos. This ain't me quoting nobody else's work. I bring my own shit every single time, my own experience to the table, every single time. We bring our own experience every single time because you can tune yourself into the creator so much so that you speak in with and for the God of the now. And I'm going to say it just like that because that's the truth. So what appears to be bad is good. You better go back and study why that guy keep talking to the devil, why he even created one in the first place. You never even question the psychology and what, what the priests were actually talking about on God creating the devil and then God having a conversation with the devil to test Job. You never, you never question that. So God would say, listen, okay, somebody a long time ago, priest, long time ago, understood that there is a force called Mikael, Michael, that is a champion and one hell of a spiritual force that, that events will start to happen, and anybody that embodies this will make world news and become world champions, as we just discussed. But it's also in the part that says in the prophecy part that this is a highly spiritual thing when you start to see it. That means somebody at bare minimum 2,000 years ago, reason why we call it 2014, because they say, well, 2014 years ago was the birth of Jesus Christ. Anything before that is B.C., before Christ, right? So bare minimum, 
somebody 2,000 years ago wrote about some shit right now that you see in the, that you see it in your own cultural experience. So how you going to throw that out? You can't throw that out. It's popping right now because somebody thought about it. And then now you got so many people that's reading these scriptures, reading it, read, and they facilitating it on the mental plane and don't even know what they facilitate. But see, it comes to another level of that when you become part of the priesthood, when you learn how to direct that current. Very important to know how to do that, how to direct that current. Okay? Now, I'm going to tell you, again, I'm going to show you what this Mike Brown has been. Prime Minister is telling me going on, going in on this Mike thing, super duper, 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 duper heavy, right? So I happen to go to the news, and I'm like, yo, listen, man, you got it. I'm up in the mountains. I'm, I'm chilling. Y'all trying to pull, you know, I'm like, like, I'm goody. Don't make me come down. Please don't. Please don't. Because it ain't no secret that I'm, I'm, I'm a warrior with this spiritual information. You know what I mean? And, and, and see, I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about that, too. Let me make a little side note. I'm going to talk about that because sometimes I think we get the wrong idea what spirituality is supposed to look like. And fuck it. Let me just address it right now, man. Because, because... I don't see how your Tibetan bowl, oming self, peace, love, and light is going to go into Ferguson, Ferguson, Missouri, and fix that situation. Not that it can't be done, but you've got to have a different intent within the environment or within the current stream of energy that exists. In other words, you've got to be a warrior sometime with this information on the spirit plane. God ain't no sissy. God ain't never been no punk. God is God is a bona fide gangster when you start looking at it. They tell you in the book that Jehovah is a Lord of war. He's a God of war. That they tell you that flat out. But see, see, now see, see? Now here we go again. Here go the physical component or the spiritual component that's upholding the physical USA. Who, who swear in on this book and who come out and physically act like warriors, they just doing what their spiritual ideology is. Where your warrior at? God ain't never been no punk. He always been like, ah, no, I don't like it. Tell them to change it. If they don't change it, I'll, I'll, I'll burn it down. Don't even worry. But go at least go tell them. At least show them some signs and symbols, Aaron, Moses, Joshua, but you're going to talk about that. And let me back up a little bit because, like I said, when that cop got shot in Knoxville named Michael, the white police cadet named Michael, he got shot by Joshua. And Joshua is the one that says, listen, the most high said, listen, I'll tell you what you do. Get with the priest. Go get with the priest, Joshua. And this is really the real message of tonight for me. My standpoint of it is get with the priest, because the priests are going to walk seven circuits, and every time they complete that seven circuits, they're going to blow the trumpet. And when they blow the trumpet on that seven circuit, the walls are going to come, come tumbling down. But before they come tumbling down and I issue in the judgment, <laughs> I'm telling you God is a gangster. And I'm thinking of another scripture where... Um, well, God is actually saying, listen, when God about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and check the language in this, he sends angels in the form of men. 
three men go visit Abraham, right? But there was angels, and they're like, listen, homie, you're going to have to get Lot, get your nephew, get him up out of there, man, because uh, uh, brimstone and, 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 and sulfur are about to come raining down from the heavens, right? Now, the Lord had mercy on a whore, a prostitute, who allowed the spies of the angels to stay there to scout the city. So there were some spies, undercover agents working for God. I'm just giving you the theology. If you break it down how you want to break it down. Undercover agents working for God walk up in the city, go stay with a hoe who popped that thing, drop it down like it's hot, right? Who you give it up to. And God say, listen, before I do that, man, I need that whole Rahab. I need her and her people that was in that house and she looked out for us. Bring her up out of there. Everybody else is a gone. I'm going to smoke it. Come on, man. You better go study up on Judah and Tamar. And why Tamar Braxton is now popular. Tamar, that's a, that's a spiritual story with Tamar. Tamar was a hoe in the Bible. One of the Tamar. Tamar was a hoe. Judah thought she was a prostitute. She tricked Judah. You understand what I'm saying? She got pregnant by Judah. She was supposed to, Judah didn't have no money. He said, listen, hold my seal, hold my cord, baby. I'm going to bring you some sheep, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to break you off, but I ain't got it on me right now, so hold my credentials. And then Judah did, and he like, man, anybody seen the hoe that was dressed up like the hoe? They're like, nah, man, we ain't see the hoe. And I'm sorry, this is how I talk. This is street gospel, because I got to bring it down to the street where my niggas get it. All right? So all that other stuff, man, listen, go kick it with them. I kick it on the streets where my niggas got to get it. You understand what I'm saying? So he like, listen, man, I ain't got the bread. And y'all ain't seen the hoe. They're like, nah, ain't no hoes been around here, Judah. Like, damn, y'all tripping. So they come find out that Tamar was pregnant. She was acting like a prostitute. And they're like, yo, your daughter-in-law, because Tamar had actually was uh, uh, she was with one of Judah's sons, but Judah's son was violated on a sexual plane. So this thing get deep. He was violating on a sexual plane. One of them was was he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't allow the sperm to go in to go in. He was wasting the seed, so the Lord smited him. All right. So long story short, Judah was like, "Listen, baby girl, I'm gonna let you marry my youngest son, but he ain't old enough yet." Time went past. She heard Judah was coming to town. Judah thought she was a hoe. He ain't had no cash on him. He said, hold my credentials. He was looking for it. Ain't nobody seen no hoe. Tamar ended up pregnant, and then they come tell Judah, and they're like, listen, go get her. We're about to put her to death. And then she was sick, and she was like, well, tell Judah I'm pregnant by the man who gave me this. See, that little bit of collateral that Judah gave her to pay her for that thing, and when he got that collateral back and saw it, he was like, oh, shit, she good. She good money. She just as guilty as I am. Let her go. You mean to tell me now the tribe of Judah is supposed to be in the book of Numbers is the biggest tribe. It's your Sphinx. It's your Lion. It's your Rastafari. It's all that shit. Y'all got to connect the dots on all this shit and stop looking at this shit like it's solely one specific thing. That's a bunch of bullshit. It ain't one specific goddamn thing. Everything is the one, because everything or the all comes from the goddamn almighty. Why did your damn Jehovah make everything damn else then? It don't make no sense. Nigga, everything comes from the all. You have to connect the dots to, to it all, to the source. All right? Now, coming back, 
when we understand this Mike Brown thing, because, see, I play from the star aspect, right? Some people don't believe that all the stars. And Listen, I'm going to tell you all straight up, man, straight up. I, 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 I'm going to be real, real frank. And I'm talking to people, those of you who know consciousness. Consciousness. I'm talking about you watch other people lecture. When we talk about going to the next level of evolution and playing this shit for real, and we want to, when we just finally decide that we're going to stop being chicken shit and fighting each other intellectually and really understand that there is an old evil thought form that still exists, that the spirit world was clever enough, I don't care what you say, the spirit world was clever enough to put Obama and Eric Holder, the first, everybody looking at, y'all better pay attention to the very first black U.S. Attorney General, Eric Holder. There's the key right there. And why did America know it? Google Eric Holder and racism, and you start finding stories where Eric Holder is telling them, you know, he's telling people that, yeah, white people been threatening me and Obama all the time, talking about they can't wait to get their country back because he's like the motherfucking sheriff. He's the top prosecutor in the United States. Drug, mandatory drug sentencing, that shit just changed. Y'all didn't get the, y'all didn't get the memo on that because there's a lot of other stuff going on. The old RICO laws that was designed for, for the mob and a lot of dope boys start getting hit with, which really came from Reaganomics, right? them laws then change. A lot of people about to start coming home, especially if you ain't got no violence on your record. Where did it come from? Eric Holder. This is the same dude that said the United States is a nation of cowards when it comes to race relations. Eric Holder. This is the same dude that, that, that the Missouri, in the case of Michael Brown, the state police or the governor had to actually call Eric Holder. Eric Holder said, listen, go dismiss the Ferguson city police because you the state as the governor. You control the whole damn state. You go down there with the state troopers and relieve them because they ain't really making no progress. Now, now watch this beautiful mirror of a reality. I'm just going to show you some stuff. Now, Eric Holder is actually married to Sharon Malone. She's a gynecologist, right? She's queen mother. She's a coochie doctor, right, in D.C. But her sister is Vivian Malone. Vivian Malone, back in the early 60s when Alabama University went and let the black folks in, the two black students in, right, remember that? And John F. Kennedy had to send the National Guard in. And, and they had, back then in Alabama, they had the city police and the state troops. Like, ain't no niggas coming to school here. And John F. Kennedy was like, listen, you better stand. They sent the deputy, now check this out, with Vivian Malone, they sent the deputy attorney general down there. When he saw that the governor was still on his shit, he called John F. Kennedy and said, listen, the governor on his shit, and they got the state troops down here, like they ain't about to let these niggas, Vinnie and Malone, up into the school. John F. Kennedy said, Governor, you better sit your ass down because now I'm about to bring in the, I'm about to bring in the National Guard, and it's about to be the National Guard against the goddamn state police, if that's how you want to roll. Now, you think it's a coincidence that Eric Holder is married into that family via the queen, via the woman? And they also, their uncles was Tuskegee Airmen on top of that. 
They come from the history of overcoming racial prejudice in the racial system in phases of evolution called history of the present. You understand what I'm saying? So now the first black U.S. attorney general who's married into that kind of history says, I tell you what, man, you better send the state down there on the city because the next move was about to be we're going to bring the feds in and go against the city. See, no matter how you chop it up and how you look at it, there was still a dismissal where the city cops were being dismissed as if a higher order were going against them. You see? So in the quantum reality, it's all one. So you would see a Michael Brown get gunned down, but at the same time, you would see a white cop named Michael get gunned down by Joshua. It's the same reality. You understand what I'm saying? It's the same reality. Now, what do the stars have to say to this? Because I was going to tell you, uh, and I ain't going to even put that out there right now. I'm going to tell you about the stars, though. Prime Minister was telling me about this situation, and I wasn't even watching the news. I don't be watching. I'll be away from TV and, and, and all that stuff, man. And uh, I finally go look into the story, and I caught something on CNN. So where, they, uh, where Mike Brown physically made his transition at on the ground, word is bond, you can see a tombstone in the street next to the candles, right? And it says, and we put it on the Facebook page, it says, Star Power Prayers. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen, y'all, I know y'all know because y'all here, right? But you're not going to tell me that the stars are not relevant to the situation. Who spray painted, and when I say who, I'm really talking about what is the intelligence that programmed somebody and somebody said, you know what? On Michael Brown's tombstone, the only tombstone in the street on the spot where he made transition, we're going to put star power prayers. Now, hold on. Hold on, because this gets interesting. Man, it's a fact, Jack. We on the record that Zimmerman get off the hook. I'll give emergency broadcast and be like, yo, everybody that's listening, tomorrow, tonight, at 9 o'clock, look to the east. You're going to see a red star. I need y'all to concentrate on yada, yada, yada for five minutes is all you need. And I get back with y'all on the back end. And then when some shit happened in the news, I'll come back and show you how God answered your call. That's star power prayers. We called it galactic activation on a DVD, showing you how to go up into the heavenly world because you in heaven and hell at the same time, okay, because the earth is floating in space. That's why I said heaven, all right? So you within the stars. Who put star power right there? What are you talking about star power with this Michael Brown thing? Because your power lies in your intelligence, the God force called thought that's inside of you, along with the proper alignment of energy to concentrate at one particular time collectively to bring about a universal result. In other words, you really can bring about universal change. But there's a certain amount of energy that is going to take to make it truly pop off in, in, in grand fashion, in grand fashion, it's going to take a certain, and it don't take a lot because y'all see some of the things that we've done collectively, even from rainbows appearing, just through collective meditation on things actually appearing. It don't take a lot of people to do it. 
but 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 there's a global chessboard here, and there's an impending judgment that has been delayed for a very very long time. For a very long time, and all that has to happen is for the priesthood to blow the horn. It's to blow it, and you know when it's blown, because I'm gonna tell you something. And the prime minister gonna get into it. We don't really have enough that I wasn't going to do no more presentations like that that's showing that cause and effect. <clears throat> but I promise you, and I'm going to try to find it right now so you can find it, the Huffington Post um, ran uh, an article um, called God and the Angel. I want you all to just, if you just go to Google and you type in Huffington Post Angel, approximately six days ago, that's when they posted it, you're going to actually see a photograph of a cloud that looks like what they call the Lord or God, and on the right-hand side, an angel blowing a trumpet. It's a real story. This is after Mike Brown. So I'm going to go ahead and let the cat out the bag that the trumpet had already been blown. The trumpet had already been blown. Now, I give y'all something else to study. Um, where is that? It's, it's on YouTube, and what's the name of that video? I want to say that it's called Quantum Astrology. Because see, it's time for you to make an observation. Oh, yeah, that's what it's called, Quantum Astrology on YouTube. And he gives a detailed account world civilizations falling completely down and out of power when Saturn and Pluto are in conjunction. Now, if you don't know what that means, that simply means that if you look at a wall clock, let's just say for an example, Saturn is at 12 o'clock. Since Pluto is many, many, many million miles, even billion miles away from Saturn, it's at 12 o'clock too but it's just way behind it. So in essence, a conjunction means a straight line, okay? Ain't nobody bumping into each other, but it's a straight line. Saturn, you can see with the naked eye, you can see Saturn right now in the western sky, all right? And Pluto you can't see because it's so far away from the sun, but they are being a straight line. And civilizations start to fall off during this particular alignment. So the next one is 2020. But damn, all your life spirit world been coming and saying, listen, remember the show 2020 or would it tell you 2020 vision for you to be able to see? It's 2020, folks. Not saying that nothing ain't going to pop off in between time. I ain't saying that. You're going to have episodes. You're going to have waves. But watch that video, Quantum Astrology on YouTube, where you go through these detailed accounts. See, what you have to do with your conscious mind is you have to make an observation in the future, and it's called a deadline or a timeline, in which change must occur. Because if you don't, it's like not having no goals in your life. It's the same thing. How are you going to get something done when you don't never have a deadline? You don't even have a goal. Goals usually have a timeline. A timeline consists of a deadline. So it's the same reality. 
It's the same reality. And don't worry, we're going we're gonna to help guide consciousness to that particular point. Because without a shadow of a doubt, we always show improve the work. How do you get out there with your thoughts and call it into existence and watch it come back? Mike Brown was called home because God wanted to excite your emotions. God wanted to paint a clear picture that is still a black and white issue. In other words, God said what Eric Holder said. The United States is a bunch of cowards when it comes to race relations. Keisha showed me today, or told me today, I didn't see it, but I was wondering she told me, she said, you know that there is a KKK online petition right now, and I want to, I'm doing this right now in real time. Shit. We need to do, oh, my God, it popped up automatically. I didn't even finish typing the word. KKK purge. I want you all to Google that. Now, some people say it's fake news, but the mere fact, the mere fact that it exists as talk means that it's real. Now, I don't see it on the famous website change.org. I actually see no more monuments to KKK to hate, but there's a rumor or a current that is going around that says the KKK plans to start, they started an online petition for a yearly purge of black folks, African Americans. And I want to be real clear when I say this. I support it. Because, see, that's what it's really going to take down here. Just draw the line in the goddamn sand. Draw the line and let's just keep it plain. Don't have me walking down the damn street with people walking down the street and you roll up on them and don't nobody know what it is, and then all of a sudden you say, get off the get, get your ass off the street, and I'll shoot you. Like if I knew we knew that off top, as soon as you can see it, you can understand it better before they even actually physically approach you. You just know what it is. It's a lot of, it's a lot of wolves and sheep clothing. But if you just draw the line in the sand on where you stand and that's what it's going to be, then that's just what it's going to be. And now we understand that's mathematics. You understand what I'm saying? It's mathematical at that point. So in theory, I understand in the art of war, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes your psychology got to be the spook who sat by the door. And press one because I'm about to go to the lines. Your psychology got to be the spook who sat by the door. You got, anytime you see stuff, you got to go question God. Sometimes, like, like the truth of the thing, that's what I'm saying. You got to really look at this. Or even admit, if you're mad at the situation, that means you're mad at God. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not saying don't be mad at the situation. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying understand the divinity in it and why God chose a specific host to get to a certain uh, agenda, to get to a certain goal, and what that goal is. All right? A star power that you see on the ground with Mike Brown. All right? I ain't put it there. God put it there. Star power. Your answer and your remedy is in the collective intent. You got to know what your intent is. Consciousness needs to understand intent. What should the intent be? And then when is the portal opening? I keep telling y'all, go watch the Smurfs when Papa Smurf and them got stuck and they was waiting for the blue moon for the portal to open. It's a real science. 
Caller from the 862-371. You on the air. What's happening? You know I was coming to you. You there? No, I didn't know you was coming to me. I do apologize. Um, good evening, up. everyone. My name is Alnisa. And hey, I just wanted to, um, hey, what's happening with you? Um, I'm actually looking at different things that you're speaking of with the mm-hmm. Huffington Post um, angel, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just blown away by it. I, I also want to say that I have seen, I call them like little sparklies from time to time. I do yes. like little sparkles of light. I do see mm-hmm. them from time to time. I don't get scared of them or anything like that. But I, I'm, I'm understanding a whole lot more now since you've been speaking. And I just wanted to let you know that it is, it's so mind-blowing and I'm so interested. And it's making me think a whole, a whole different level. Right, 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 right. Well, I'm just ready to listen to the rest of you had to say. I'm, I'm well, very well, much interested. Well, You're welcome. Up. That's what's up. And keep up the great work and the observation and being able to see and question and, and being able to connect those dots. So I applaud you for the great work just by merely taking the observation. You know. Exactly. And you know what? And I also wanted to say this too, and I'm going to let you go. Um, I had a, uh, I don't even know if it's on my page or on Facebook anymore, but it was a video that someone else was shooting, and they were just driving down the highway, also with clouds. Mm-hmm. And the cloud was in the shape of a man. There was right. no other images on it, and it was just mind-boggling to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, something is getting ready to happen. And it wasn't too long ago. It was a few months ago. But people are actually seeing these different images of the cloud. So I know right. something is getting ready to happen. I know it means something. It's, it's not just forming just to be forming. So, right. Absolutely. I'm with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's what's up. So if you keep us posted, and if we turn it on Facebook, tag us, share the information so people can see it. You know? Okay. All right. That's what's up. So we definitely, we definitely appreciate it. And uh, where we at here? Call her from the 908-445-661. We're coming to you next. 908, what's happening? Peace. Hey, peace. Hey, 
And Pooh, like it'll be right. something that you just did or something that I just did. My retreat will be on time with some type of uh, huge event going on, and and vice versa with you. So that I, I I respect and Pooh and Jews work so much for that reason because without us saying a word, it is always intertwined. You know what I'm saying? It's always right. on time with something phenomenal going on, and he makes sure he points it out on what I'm doing with the sisterhood. To, to let me know to bring light to me that it is real. You understand what I'm saying? It's no mystery. Just when you keep doing the divine work, it manifests. All I want to say to everybody on this call before I hang up is that, <clears throat> and we've talked about this, is that you are two things that are happening. You are drawing. You are you are the architect. It goes back to that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in the dream state of being an architect. Of of the of the subconscious world. So imagine what we're drawing on a con, on a conscious level in terms of architecting your reality. You know what I'm saying? So you're drawing the very images you want change. You want racism to stop. You want uh, equality. You want true justice where you live. You want to be able to raise your children, but you don't want the sacrifice that's going to come with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't want things like the death. What these deaths represent to to you know what I'm saying to be to manifest in order to, for these type of things to make way and we may not be physically alive to see that happen but this is the penalty for being asleep this is the penalty for allowing the events that took place for so long uh one big party when shit wasn't fun or funny to manifest and then you want the benefits of a good life whatever that means asleep you don't want to be rattled you don't want to have the sacrifice or the death or whatever it takes for the next cycle to come through peacefully but yet you on this phone listening or to the archive was a part of the problem by either conducting the actions that put the collective in this state or doing nothing at all but you don't want to go through the experience of of witnessing the sacrifices that it's going to take, such as Mike Brown's life, to get us to the other side. And it's going to be many more to wake us out of this slumber. So my last, my last point is this. God consciousness is drawing the reality by your thought process for what you want to see. You can't claim God body. You can't claim God. You can't can't claim earth or any higher power even to believe in a higher power whether it's Allah or Jesus and not bear witness to how this shit works you feel what I'm saying it's not a mystery our consciousness is supposed to be in tune with the solution when you get your ass online and you're promoting this madness and this nonsense whether it's with just plain revolution in the physical sense of bloodshed and war but yet you're not on a mental or spiritual God consciousness, for real, for real. You ain't authoring in shit. You don't even live out or fulfill your name. When, when you was talking about fulfilling the name, Ampu, you were setting me on fire because that's why I never changed my name, Beautiful Siasia, for 17 years because I knew it was meant for me to fulfill this name before I go transfer myself into another, you know what I'm saying, title, that I, and I haven't even fulfilled this one. But when you fulfill it, you can feel it. You walk in God like you could feel it. People feel you coming. They see you coming. They salute you. Stop sharing this shit on the Internet that is sponsoring our doom or the reality you can't handle or the reality you don't want to see. You sharing all kinds of gloomy messages and the darkest 
of worlds of a darkness you can't handle. You, it don't even make you comfortable, but you want to continue to share it instead of the love or the solutions that we need. The bottom line is this has to happen, and it's going to be orchestrated through the Ku Klux Klan, through, through genocide, through whatever. It's going to happen because that's how sleep the collective was. But don't look at it as bad. As Ampu said, it is a necessary process, and it's about time that the people sacrifice and stand for something that is worthy of our great-great-great-grandchildren's lives. We have to do this. We have to live up until every moment, though. Don't go putting your headstone on now. But I'm saying understand it. So you can move accordingly because Ampu just described what's going on. Go back to the archives. Jew is going to come on in the second part that you must be attending so you can understand how we get to actually author the reality that we want to see, even if it's the one for the future. So I thank you, Ampu, for laying the platform down. Salute to you. Much love. I'm on standby. Peace, brother. Peace, peace, Queen. Man, you put so many bombs out there. I'm going to elaborate on somebody. we got a surprise for y'all. Um, I, I believe I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go down to the three one four five one seven. You on the line? Hi. This hey, is how are you? I'm doing good. I was just calling to let you know I'm Mike Brown's cousin, and I've been listening tonight. And yes, yes. a lot of things that he said tonight has really touched me. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. Definitely, thank you for coming. Um, I didn't want to spoil it, and I know the Prime Minister, Minister Jew, you and him been in contact with each other, and uh, it's just only right that y'all come out together and go to full length on the right. radio show. So he just had a little little car issue real fast that he had to, you know, get the tow right. truck and get some whatnot. So as soon as he get that taken care of, y'all be online probably sometime this week. But I definitely thank you for calling in just so the people can know that it is real. She is here, Mike Brown's cousin, live from the 314. But if anything you want to share, feel free, and, um, it, you know, it, the mic is yours. Well, I want to let you guys know that all we want is justice, all the, you know, violence and stuff that's going on, you know. I know for a fact Mike Mike wouldn't want that. So um, I want to say stay safe and Stay updated on this story and don't believe everything that you see on the media. It is real stuff happening out here. National Guard is out here. Stuff is really getting real, you know. Mm-hmm. People are talking about the purge and stuff out here, too. There's real KKKs out here, too. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on. So I want to let you guys know that this is real and it's happening right down here in Ferguson. You never know how it feels until you hit your city or you come down here and see it for yourself. Indeed. So I want to let you guys know that I am here and I am listening tonight. Indeed, indeed. Well, we definitely appreciate you. Is there um, is there anything that the people can do to help you as far as a mailing address or contact information or uh, if you want to get that out? If there is anything, feel free. Yes, I can give you my email. My email is joanna070493 at gmail.com, and that is J-O-A-N-N-A-070493 at gmail.com. There it is. So y'all, a lot of live firsthand Mike Brown's cousins, firsthand live in Ferguson to the situation. If y'all want to help, 
And this is what I'm saying about your name being recorded in the book, and this is what the scripture actually means. Who is going to come and speak God's word and do a righteous deed and have your name recorded in the annals of history of doing something righteous? Damn. That's all it takes. So now we didn't know. Huh? We didn't know. We didn't know. We'd be like, Joanna, how many people hit you up from the radio show to even just offer some support? $5, any damn yeah. thing. Funerals cost anything. Anything. So y'all got it live, and I definitely appreciate you. And um, um, I'll keep your mic open. You can just mute your line if you want to say something. You know, feel free to come in at any time and whatnot. But I, okay. I, I, I want to pick your head, but I'm not because I'm going to let the prime minister and y'all have y'all show um, the way it was right. originally scheduled and whatnot, okay? So I definitely, right, definitely appreciate you. So you. All right, thank you so Okay, cool, cool. All right. All right. Now, caller from the 702-868, you on the mic. 702-868, are you there? All right, I'll come back to you. All right, um, 443-226 and 661, I see you. I'm coming to you. 443-226, your mic is open. Go ahead, I hear you moving the phone. 443-226, you there? All right, I'll get back at you as well. Six six one seven four eight. Your mic is open. Yes, we appreciate you taking my call, and I believe you said the cousin of Michael Brown is on the line, right? Is that uh, is that true? Yes. Yeah, who's on the line? Yes. Yes. This is Alex. Alex. I would like to convey uh, on behalf of the Middle Eastern community around the globe and inside the United States and Canada and North America, our condolences to your, uh, you know, dear family. Please convey this to your mom, I mean, your relatives, uh, I mean, especially the Mr. and Mrs. Brown, uh, that... Uh, you know, uh, people are uh, uh, give you condolences from uh, Middle Eastern community. We are all Middle East, from Iran, from Iraq, from Syria, from uh, Beirut, from Israel, from everywhere. We give our condolences uh, to you, indeed. And Thank another you so thing. Much. I Oh, you're very welcome. Another thing is, you know, uh, this, uh, most of times it seems that right now today, I mean, it was a couple of hours ago that a CNN reporter was pushed up by the police. And and he 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 was saying that, hey, hey, uh, I'm not touching anybody, but if, you know, if something happens, you guys are witnesses. You know, I'm not touching. I'm just going back as he's pushing me. And then I guess somebody right. called to, she called the officer, said, back up, back up. Don't do that. Shame on you. You know, you're uh, uh, making more problems. So then uh, the CNN reporter, you know, was able to go again a little bit the other side, able to talk freely. And so... I mean, we see that uh, police is causing the uh, 70% of the, percent of the problems and causing the devastations. And plus, police is also, they pay money to provocators, agent provocators. And they are also 
causing all this looting and everything and policies, they're watching them. Like, I don't know if you remember WTO, the World Trade Organization in 1990, it was in Seattle. And uh, we saw that, you know, those uh, agent provocators that paid uh, by uh, Seattle uh, National Guard, and they were broken down the downtown, uh, downtown Seattle. We saw it in front of our eyes, but then, then suddenly, the National Guard turned on to the peaceful protester. So same thing is happening. So we have to kind of to put a line who are the good people versus who are the bad people. And then they keep telling, if you notice their policy saying, oh, we have intelligence, we have intelligence, we have this. So they put some people in the good group or something, and then they're trying to convert everything. They are trying to make a show uh, everything, uh, you know, not as it seems to be. Am I right or wrong? Yes, they have been talking about martial laws here, and, you know, things are just, you know, getting a lot more hectic. You know, them releasing videos and stuff like that, it's just turning the people into anger, you know. They have other things that's going on in their personal life, and then to see somebody get shot in broad daylight, you know, it's just making them more angry that we don't have justice. We don't even have the officer in jail or anything. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, we have a lot of looting going around down here. You know, the quick trip has been set on fire. You know, just a lot of things that's going on. But we asked from the Brown family if we could have, you know, more peaceful gatherings and, you know, and maybe we can get this justice going on. But as long as we're looting and acting crazy and acting a fool, they seem like they won't do anything. But keep calling more people on there. Right, right. What, what did you say? What was on fire, Joanna? The the quick trip. That quick trip has been there for a long time. And the Dalewood Market. The Dalewood Market got set on fire last night. Okay. Okay. And tonight exactly. we do not have a car, we do not have a curfew from Governor Jay Nixon. We are able to be out on the streets, but they're letting you know that. The National Guard will be out there. They have right. snipers on top of the roofs. They have, there's a lot of stuff going on down there. Most people, you know, they're throwing, you know, gas canisters and tear gas, and, you know, they're picking them back up and throwing them right back up. Right. Rubber bullets right. are piercing people and, you know, making people bleed. And, you know, people got to get arrested for holding signs, you know. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Got you. Got you. And thank you, caller from the six six one. You definitely said something very key, and you have to be aware of agent provocateurs and just just knowing that people will be instigating certain things that's actually coming from the other side of the coin. So anybody that's listening, you down there and live in the three one four. Be smart. Be wise. Move as one and whatnot. We're gonna go to the seven zero two eight six eight. You on the line? Peace. Peace. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. All right. Peace, brother and Pooh. I come in the name of R.C. Justice. Peace, Minister Jew. Peace, Joanna. Definitely my condolences go out to you and your entire family. Thank you so much. You got much. all of our unwavering support, no doubt. 
Um, Brother Al Poo, you definitely been dropping jewels and serious bombs as you always do. Truly appreciate your wisdom. Um, you covered so much. Absolutely. You covered so much, I don't even know where to begin at. But I will say, um, everybody that's tuned in on the line right now, just to simplify some things that people that sometimes they feel like, as you said, that it takes a lot to get change done, to get real justice done, it really does not if we can do it collectively, if we can do it peacefully, if we can make a concentrated effort. Um, a lot of the youth that's growing up in our generation, of course they're born under a lot of fire. So they coming out, they don't have the same direction everywhere as we did coming up as a whole. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where we come in at. And right. for us to be very effective, the people that's on the ground in the 314, is definitely time to link up. And when I say link up, find ways to link up beyond communication. As the brother was saying, you know, outside this country, the world is watching. The world is watching right now. Um, people that have radio shows... Um, the Internet and your intelligence, we took a basic tool and took it to the next level. People found out in real time worldwide of different events that have been taking place. And the brother is right. The trumpet sounded. The seal's been broken. Now the trumpet has sounded. It's up to us to follow through. It's, it's, it's up to us. In order for us to prevent these things from happening, we have to take it on a spiritual level where it all began at. We can't keep falling into the distractions. We can't keep dealing with our own blockages. Um, That's hindering. That's hindering our growth. We can't keep striving to go back to the people who don't give us justice, ask them for justice. We'd be very surprised when we start digging into the roots of these issues and who be in cahoots. You spoke upon the Asian provocateurs. They are all over. They are, I mean, I mean, when, when the Klan was marching in open white robes, where do you think them robes went? They traded all that in. They hiding behind shields now. They sitting on benches with robes. They politicians now. I'm calling from the 702. I'm not gonna put too much on these airwaves, but I'm in Vegas. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the. I'm in one of the hearts of the beast. And right. they don't make no no shame about it. No nothing. They so arrogant with it. It's ridiculous. It's. I mean, when I say ridiculous, they. Woo! I'm talking about. I done sat in front of the man. I done sat in front of the establishment, and he told me straight up, what are you doing out here? What are, what are you doing out here, black man? Straight up. Straight up. Right. You trying to, right. Oh, you trying to be get an executive position? What are you doing here? So that let me know. It gave me a straight wake-up call like, oh, wow, really? It's like that. So when I started doing my research and started connecting the dots and seeing how well, that they have made their establishment. I ain't get upset. It made me get on my grind. It made me go further into the root. 
because that's the only way we can dismantle it. Increase the love, y'all. We had a power. We God's people. We God chosen people. We are G-O-D in the flesh manifested here on earth to bring this about. This has been written. This is nothing that's just happening. Brother Ampu is so on point. The universe is aligned for us to carry this through. Did you hear the chief stand up in front of everybody, the chief of the state police down there, say he's there to see this thing through? I don't care who he represents, but just by him coming on national TV on something that can be brought back up, something that can be recorded and he can be held accountable for, that was major. That was major. But in, in the other token, I want to say that martial law has been started years ago in the U.S. Martial law, they've been taking out whoever they want to take out. That's number one. Just because it's not said, oh, we under martial law, we've been under martial law. United States been way out of control, and they've been just doing it covertly. Pay attention to what's going on around the world in current events. As soon as we start talking about Africa this, let's invest in this, let's go back home this, Africa just opened up so many different business sectors and communication. They done took back over um, oil fields. They took back over diamond mines. So many things is working in our favor, favor on the continent. And then the intelligence level of where we at, where we came from, our intelligence level is real serious right now. Everybody know by now that it's not Facebook, it's Fedbook. Everything is tied in together, all the way from Facebook to your emails, Google, all that's monitored, trust, all that, all that. They keep track of everything, every transmission, all, all your phases, phones and GPS systems. We know all of that. So if we do know this, we have to properly prepare and be serious about our survival when it comes to this linking up. We, we need people in every state. We know people all over. It's time to link up. We need to be able to call in anywhere in any region and get real live reports, not what's going on on the news, not the pictures they paint. We need to know what's going on because if they already setting it in one region of the states and this region over here don't know but it's on the way there, what are we going to do if all communication shut off? If all the gas pumps is not pumping no more gas, if the grocery stores, no food is being shipped, it's time to plan. It's time to be on point with it because they already know what's supposed to take place. They just waiting on us, and they keep tapping us. They keep tapping our chin, tapping our chin, striving to see, okay, what they going to do now. Oh, they're getting a little better with their organization. Oh, they're getting a little better with their numbers are coming together. Stay focused, y'all. Stay safe. I'm not going to take up all everybody's time. I definitely appreciate yourself. Um, all so-called leaders that have been doing this for decades, don't sleep on them being agent provocateurs. Don't sleep on the people that pretend that they own what we own just to come amongst to gather intel, report it straight back. When I interviewed Cynthia McKinney, she already said it. She said straight up that the pres at the highest level have CIA or also agent provocateurs all over the United States. That's your neighbor. And their duty is to get in where they fit in, 
find out the temperature and the atmosphere of what's really going on in the air and report directly back to the president's cabinet. So don't sleep. Right. Don't think he don't know what's going on either. But you know his hands is tied. Once you sign up for something that's anti-you, you're going to become what? Anti-you. Right. Straight up. Well, thank Peace. You, I love y'all. Stay focused. Stay safe. Joanna, we got you. We got you. Don't yeah. even trip. We got, first of all, this was something that happened on such a monumental level. Everyone that's in tune with it, it we're not going to let this blow over. We still still in, in Travon's aura. So right. Mike is just adding on. He's resting in power. We're going to see this through for you. promise you that. Peace to you all. Love you. Peace to you. Love you as well. Love you as well. Hey, hey Joanne, I've got a question for you. Do you know, I don't want to know who, but did you did you find it, I don't want to say funny, but ironic that on that tombstone that's in the street it says, um, um, it says. I just was talking about that, and that's what made yeah. me say something mm-hmm. and want to chime in. So I pressed mm-hmm. one or whatever. And, okay, um, okay. You know, mm-hmm. that was just, you know, confirmation to me that, you know, these things are really true. You have to look at signs and symbols and things. Yeah. Because you never yeah. know. Somebody came there and dropped it off. You know? Okay. Uh-huh. And it uh-huh. touched me when I seen it. So Right, right. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I'm gonna um beautiful Siega, you still here. I'm about to come back to her. I would like for her to formally introduce herself to you because she has a powerful movement called Queen by All Means where then a lot of the sisters get together and they do retreats and just you know, speak, you know, do a lot of empowerment. So I'm going to open up her line in a second. Um, okay. Uh, so, Cia, hold on. Uh, I want to talk about the 314. Um, we're talking about St. Louis. We're talking about Ferguson. We're talking about the number 314. Spiritually, um, 314 is the numerical value, y'all, of Shaddai. Now, those of y'all, y'all rock with me, y'all know I do the Hebrew. Uh, in fact, the Hebrew deadline is today. Those of you who want to sign up, it's all good. It's still on the website. But class starts next Sunday. And I'm going to show you the power of Hebrew. This is, this is what I mean. Um, Shaddai. Shin is three letters that make up Shaddai. Um, and it's the letter Shin, which has a numerical value of 300. The Dalit, which is D, has a numerical value of 4. And the Y, which sounds like an I, um, has a numerical value of 10. And Shaddai means almighty. So that's another name that we get a creator. So the 314, I told you I was going to do a presentation called Angelic and Demonic Area Codes, but the information is so, is so thorough that I didn't want to give it out like that because I, don't want y'all, I didn't want the wrong frequency to come through. But the 314 is Shaddai the almighty. 314 is also the archangel named Metatron. Metatron is actually the prince of all the angels and sits in the tree of life. He sits on the highest aspect of the tree. He sits at Kether. He sits at the crown of creation. All right? But 314, you know in the mathematics as 3.14, which is pi, which is the mathematical constant to the ratio of the circles um, circumference to its diameter. So when you're trying to figure out the science of the circle, you get hit with pi, which is 314. Open your eyes, ladies and gentlemen. This is a spiritual phenomenon from the 314 coming from the Almighty. And don't you think it was, it ain't no coincidence that last fall equinox, almost a year ago, 
We were in St. Louis. We was at Cahokia Mound, and we were at the Arch last year, not even a whole year ago, doing a major ceremony down there, all right, to open up the office for 314, all right? So I'm just a servant of light, and I'm going to go to the beautiful Siege. Go ahead, Siege, you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, yeah, Pete, go ahead. So I want you to join in here. I just want you to introduce, your, you know, everything that you do and, you know, y'all can make contact and whatnot. I appreciate this, Ampoo. I really do. Of course, um, of course. Pe- what you do? Pieces. Sis, are you there? Yes. Hi, how are you doing? I'm great, Mama. Um, first of all, um, I want to send all my love and condolences to you and the family. Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely proud of you. Uh, for being available to be contacted um, with, you know, folks like ourselves to be able to pull you in, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, do an interview with you at this magnitude of information and consciousness. It just shows that uh, you're ready. You understand what I'm saying? You're open. You're prepared. For the next level too Because it's not a coincidence That you were available For you to observe What you was pulling out um, In terms of your cousin's death And to be available Because these brothers are sharp You know, we're sharp You know, we're we're no joke In terms of information And so I want to salute you And say that I'm proud of you For whatever growth and development That you're going through To be available to be connected to us You know, you definitely got to be honored for that And being being probably the spiritual spearhead For the family So, you know, I'm honored Because it's it's not in vain that Mike passed on I'm honored that we are making the connection and to build a sisterhood with you so this way through you you can be able to open up the doors for your family and the community of Ferguson. You know, obviously for this something to take place in in your town, which was uh, looked at as a sleepy town, you know what I'm saying, where people were probably passive and comfortable and accepting the policies and the, the 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 probably the frequency that is not as strong as it would be like in the New York or L.A. or something like that. It's not an energy center. So the fact that Mike's death was a view is a it's a horrible way to the two eyes. You know what I'm saying in terms of how he right. transitioned. But what that brother's death is opening up in terms of the doors of racism address being addressed. Mm-hmm. The, the doors that his death is doing in terms of opening up the shame, the guilt, the the the, the it, his death is not in vain because if you go look on message boards and websites and all of these different things, you'll see the dialogue, Queen, back and forth of people from all over the world, even white folks stepping up like, yo, this is disgusting. I can't believe I live in a country who would do this to an 18-year-old child. And then what it does is that it will, it brings back, it re, people have to revisit who took up for Zimmerman and the Trayvon case. When you right. begin to study the psychology, people now start to recant like, hold on. Now I could find some legitimacy to the case with Trayvon not being a thug if this happened right. when the boy was laying on. You understand? So mm-hmm. what 
he does, what his spirit has done and his transition has done was open up the door and the and the and the wounds that that was you know, forced to be closed because people try to write our brothers off as thugs, you know, to now revisit and not police, we don't need their damn validation, but the people who are so sick in narcissism and believing that it's not possible for these things to happen, that we're animals, they're forced to revisit everything that we've been charged of as a people that that is not always, for the most part, not true. So I give thanks for you being available to be accessible to this information, to this conversation, and to for 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 Mike to be because we're going to push Mike's spirit up. We're going to make sure when we go to what's that uh, Google website that you said, Ampoo, where you can see the orbs. Oh, the Google. If you just go to, yeah, if you just go to Google and you type in spiritual orbs or light orbs graveyard, you you would see. Amazing. I love yeah. it. Okay. I, I, I'm sure we won't find Mike's spirit there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's not because there. he's not, right. not there. You know what I'm saying? He ain't trapped. You said that the sky. You said the sky opened up and it rained when he passed. So he ain't even trapped here no more. You feel what I'm saying? That's right. So, so that's what I'm saying. The people's consciousness pushes it up. And when that, I, I, my, my trust is that when, you know, when I, when things like that happen, it begin to open up a whole dynamic of information because that's what uh, we're trying to say is that light is intelligence. So if it gets to go up and everybody's concentrating on this this energy, then it gets to expand, and then everybody's forced to synchronize with that consciousness. So I'm I'm very much um, grateful for Mike's sacrifice. I want you to make sure that you and I are in connection. Um, I'm beautiful, Asia on the Internet. Um, I'm going to make sure that I contact you. I'm just letting you know now I'm going to bring you into the Queen Balmy Sisterhood. We have retreats. I would love for you to come to Arizona to get a break, bring a couple of your family members. We're having a Thanksgiving retreat um, in in Arizona. So you're welcome to come there. And um, willingly, when I come out to see my godchildren, um, I'll be able to see you because they're in St. Louis. We're a sisterhood that promotes spiritual awareness and mental awareness and consciousness through our events, whether that's through radio shows, through retreats, workshops, we provide a lifestyle experience of spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical awareness, and we make it into a lifestyle and the business of living for the embetterment and the empowerment of black women in particular, but certainly humanity as one. You know what I'm saying? So, Queen, we definitely right. want to invite you into that group on Facebook, and thank you for being present for You're this welcome. call. You're welcome. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Indeed. We got like five minutes left, Joanna. At the end, you can give us any closing words. And uh, we're going to go ahead and close out. So go ahead. Mike is yours. Okay. I want to say that I am here in St. Louis, 314. I am uh, Mike Brown's cousin. I will be tuning in sometime this week, Um, possibly tomorrow, to be talking with you guys about um, what uh, Minister Jew shared with me. Um, I want you guys to keep us in your prayers and, you know, we just trying to stay strong, you know. It's hard to talk about it because it gets emotional, you know. Yes, yes. But um, that's pretty much it. I want to let you guys know that we are trying to stay safe and do what we need to do in order to get justice. Mm-hmm. And don't let the media... Take um, 
I'm getting hot, y'all. Sorry. Um, I want to let you guys know that, you know, they're trying to conflict and make everything wrong and make it seem like, you know, Mike Brown was a bad person, but I want to let you guys know that his character was not violent at all. He was very soft-spoken, you know. If he was to knock on your door, you step back. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, we're here. We're with you. Okay, because my, my phone is not showing that you guys are on the phone anymore. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Well, I want to let you guys know that I will be here talking to you guys and to answer you all's questions the best that I know how. Indeed, indeed. Well, we thank you, Joanna. We look forward to speaking with you. Um, some of you set the date, so it'll be sometime this week. So uh, we'll be talking to you again soon. And thank you again. Yes, I thank you all for talking to me, too. Thank you. You're very, you're very welcome. All right, friends, visit the main website, myastrologycoach.com, hiphopastrologyalso.com. Periodically, you go over there, and we'll drop some things on there and break it all down for you. So hiphopastrology.com, hiphopastrology on Twitter, myastrologycoach.com is the main website. I told you you got a Hebrew class coming up. If you're interested in learning Hebrew, break this thing down. You get up into the divinity or what's going on, get into the divine world. I'm telling you that language does something that no other language does. I stand on that, that Hebrew is a monster. When I say monster, I'm saying monster in a good way. It is very enlightening, very, very, very enlightening. Um, class starts next Sunday at, I think it's at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So you're going to have to be on point. The deadline was today. If it's your first time hearing about it, just simply visit the website, myastrologycoach.com. Go to classes. Register for that so I can ship it out to you because I do have to physically mail it. I promise you in four weeks you'll be able to read over 40 words and read over 100 sentences in just four weeks. I promise you that. All right? Uh, Click on the events tab. The prime minister got something coming up that is off the chain in October. We're going to the Federal Reserve Bank. The world will not be the same. I am telling you, um, going to the Federal Reserve Bank to tour how money is made, to see money, smell money, um, you can just activate your senses, then we'll go through an affluent neighborhood, go into a mansion and activate your senses. It's about the success. It's about prosperity and life as well. And i um, going to end it out with a meditation. So go to myastrologycoach.com, click on the events tab, and you will see it. And it is called the Bullion Dollar Manifestation Tour. All right? So just visit the main website, myastrologycoach.com. If you need a consultation, I strongly suggest you go to My Astrology Coach, hit the double dose, and if you are in any of financial um, needs, but you financially hurt a little bit, but you really, really need, um, you, can just, you can ask two questions and you can give an honest donation from your heart. You will see it under the consultation tabs under uh, free consultations with Onproof. I just limited it to two questions. And me and Keisha should be back on the radio, so stay by your email. If you're not on our email list, join the mailing list. It's myastrologycoach.com. Scroll down to the bottom on the left-hand side. Enter in your email address. It is there. I want to say something. Siasia uh, hit on something, and I'm going to close it out with this. Um, you know, what you consciously, and I'm talking about conscious leadership, you've got to be careful because when you know what you're supposed to be working towards and dismantling, but you refuse to, to work towards and, 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 and work towards the real object, your consciousness and your sub, most importantly, your subconscious thoughts 
create ripple effects in this reality called Mike Brown. Let me be real clear. Don't say that the white man in the white system is the Edomite. Don't say that he is the devil. And don't say that this system needs to change when you don't sincerely go about that change and you work with other people or converse with other people of a different ideology who say they too have, we see the same objective, that the United States is a problem, the same problem that Farrakhan just pointed out that Obama saw. So therefore, when Obama came in office, his whole slogan was change, which means obviously it was something that was wrong with the system, so change is going to come. You understand? So when you don't consciously work towards that and you want to spend your time getting at each other, the spirit world or your thoughts, your subconscious thought, no, because you know deep down who you're really supposed to be aiming at and the work that can be done because you're intelligent enough to do it. You understand what I'm saying? When you refuse to do it, those thoughts still go out into the ether and it will create an event called Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin to get you to come together to do what you said it is that you think, and I'm going to say it, that you think you want to do. If you don't want to go at it that way, stop thinking that then. Stop thinking that. Like I told Puffy today via Twitter, and big shout out to anybody that's here because I told, told the people, Mike Brown, cousins, um, Joanna was going to be here. Um, like I told Puff today, what if, I'm going to give you all two quantum thoughts, what if, since Puffy launched Revolt TV, and people keep seeing that imagery, Revolt, 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 especially if you're a Breakfast Club fan like I am, you see Revolt, Revolt, Revolt. What is that image? Because pictures say a million, say a million words, or they like to say a thousand words, but it's really a million plus. Pictures have a lasting impression on the subconscious mind, right? What if that image, Revolt alone, created a scenario like Mike Brown to get the people to revolt? I tag Puffy on that. And here go my quantum thing, and I'm going to leave it with this. When Snoop Dogg and the Dog Pound came to New York, New York, New York, and they was kicking videos up, kicking, um, kicking buildings down, that shit was the precursor to 9-11. Think about that shit. So with that, this is quantum reality. It's all one. Think about it. And with that, tune in, stay by your email list, uh, stay by your email, join the email list. So y'all know when Sister Joanna and the Prime Minister, Minister Jew, will be back on. And uh, with that, peace, family.